Welcome to Fine Rambles, number 141. There's a Black Mirror episode. I think it's called 15 Million Merits, where where everyone rides a stationary bike all day long in order to generate electricity for the elite. <laughs> and And after work, they go home to their tiny prison cell-like apartments where they are totally alone and they watch television <laughs> until it's time to go to work again. And the only way out is to either win a reality show, I guess you would call it, or to do porn. <laughs> and, and that's hitting a little too close to home these days. I feel like I feel like more and more people are being forced to turn to sites like GoFundMe in order to cover their healthcare costs. They literally have to beg strangers for money to pay for the insulin for their children. And and at the same time with COVID lockdowns causing, you know, mass unemployment, more and more women are turning to OnlyFans where they're begging thirsty men to pay for their nudes. Hey, I was listening to this amazing podcast, and I'm not going to tell you which one it is for reasons that are, I think, about to become apparent. <laughs> but I was listening to this amazing podcast where two women who are in their 40s were trying to figure out why society looks askance at sex work. And they, they couldn't figure it out. They were like, but we're sex positive. I mean, what's wrong with sex work? I think it's religion that's the problem. Now, both these women who are in their 40s are single, childless, claim to hate children, have dogs are recovering alcoholics, complain about their depression, are angry that their careers aren't moving faster, still live in like shitty one-bedroom apartments, and are on anti-anxiety medication. <laughs> and of course they complain about men. Where are all the good men? Where are all the strong men? Look, ladies, you've spent two generations now teaching men to be weak. You've spent two generations telling men to be sensitive and, and metrosexual and feminine. Teaching men to be nice and kind. Okay, fine, I get it. But, like, those are feminine traits. And men, men need to focus on masculine traits. You don't provide by being nice. You don't protect by being kind. You don't, you don't lead by being weak. And that's where we are. We're a nation of weak men. Weak men. Male testosterone. Wait, <laughs> is, there, is there another kind of testosterone? Testosterone in men is down something like 75% compared to our grandfathers. And this is a problem 
because the result of weak men is bad times. And, and it's hard not to see that we're in bad times right now and steering straight for worse. I think this country is having a nervous breakdown. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan had the founder of Signal on recently. Moxie Marlin Spike. <laughs> I looked this up. That's actually not his real name. His actual name is Matt Rosenfeld. <laughs> but oh my God, is Moxie Marlin Spike better? And he said something that really stuck with me. He said, he said, uncertainty is the most unendurable condition. Uncertainty is the most unendurable condition. And I thought, isn't that where we are right now? Every time I go to the grocery store or just meet up with someone, there's a little part of my brain that wonders, do I have COVID now? And, and I'm hyper alert to every scratchy throat, every cough for the next few days, by which time I've gone out and seen someone else, which means... I'm living in this constant low level of uncertainty and anxiety. And my guess is that a lot of people feel this way. And it's not sustainable. We can't live with constant fear and, and tension in our lives. For what now? A year? For how much longer? It keeps getting pushed back. Another three months? another six months? We don't know. We're uncertain. (laughs) Uncertainty is the most unendurable condition. And yet the entire country is having to endure the unendurable. This is a shock to our system that has lasted more than a year. And the possible repercussions of this national shock to our system terrify me. They terrify me. Look, World War I unleashed the Bolsheviks. The Great Depression unleashed the Nazis. World War II unleashed Mao. What is the global shock of coronavirus going to unleash? What is all this this suffering and death and anger going to create? What price are we going to pay? This country is having a nervous breakdown. We're, we're at a point where there is no longer an Overton window. There are two Overton windows, <laughs> and they don't overlap. There is no more communication, just, just shouting and anger. Nobody's changing their minds. You just have people on both sides who think that people on the other side are killing people and can't be reasoned with. That is a disaster. How does that not end badly? But, 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 (laughs) the fulcrum of the but. The problems are deeper, in my opinion. COVID's not the cancer. COVID's the x-ray. What happened in the Capitol on January 6th, what happened across this country all summer long, that's not the disease. Those are the x-rays. They reveal, they reveal the problem. 
Andy No on Twitter occasionally posts the mug shots of Antifa members. It's not a pretty picture, <laughs> to put it mildly. Antifa people are ugly. They look awful, just awful. Now, remember, beauty and health are very tightly linked. So even someone who's not that attractive, they can look pretty darn good if they're healthy, if they're happy. People in Antifa are ugly. People in Antifa are unhealthy. I look at these photographs and I say, no wonder. <laughs> no wonder these people are desperate to renounce their freedom, desperate to join a mass movement, desperate to uh, efface, to, to erase their individual identities and, and disappear into a collective. I look at these mugshots, I look at these faces of Antifa, and I see, I see despair. I see despair on the left. But I also see despair on the right. People who are struggling to, to feed their families during lockdown, people who see suicide and opioid deaths in their communities, people who feel ignored and despised and belittled. I see a country where the left and the right agree on nothing. <laughs> they agree on nothing, but they're, they're united in despair. I'm sure some of you are going to call this a, a false equivalency, but I really see both sides united in despair, united in, in anger that is beginning to spill into violence. And sure, the members of Antifa deserve some of the blame. And the people who committed violence on January 6th deserve some of the blame. But, come on, society deserves some of the blame as well. Because society has failed these people. A healthy society doesn't produce despair. A healthy society produces healthy people. And right now... I don't see a lot of healthy people. And that means our society is unhealthy. Our society is sick. Our society is, is, is ugly. Our society is becoming ugly. Just, just look around. Look at the buildings. Modern architecture is garbage. <laughs> Modern architecture is garbage and it builds ugly buildings that, that immediately fall apart. We're a nation of concrete, ugly concrete buildings and, and ugly concrete overpasses and ugly concrete parking lots. Look at the people. The modern diet, the standard American diet is garbage. It's garbage. Two thirds of all the food we eat as a country is ultra-processed. Not just processed, ultra-processed. And that means it's either sugar or seed oil or refined grains or trans fats. And eating that garbage has created a nation of fat people. A nation of fat, ugly, unhealthy people who are falling apart. They're falling apart mentally, and they're falling apart physically. Look, 
reality is beautiful, but our society is out of sync with reality. Our society is ugly. Our society is unhealthy. And by a shocking coincidence, our society is falling apart. Maybe those problems are connected. Maybe they're linked. Maybe. What are the odds? What are the odds? That's all I've got this week. I'll catch you later.